Welcome to Quiet in His Love with Jolene. Good morning, everyone. Jolene here. Welcome to another episode of Quiet in His Love with Jolene. Today, my family and I celebrate 11 and a half years of living in Minnesota. I grew up in Minnesota. My husband grew up in Maryland. And we met through eHarmony. And so for the first few years of our marriage, we lived in originally in Maryland, and then eventually in Pennsylvania. We moved back to, for me, back to Minnesota in August of 2012. We lived with my parents for a few months, and then we signed on a house in December of 2012, a week before Christmas, and gradually over the next month, we moved into our house, and it, it has been a blessing to be here in this house over the last several years. I, I can't believe how fast the time has gone. Have you guys ever had that experience where you're like, wow, how did so much time go by? It's amazing. My children are, two of them are teens, two of them are tweens. By the end of this year, I'll have three three teens and one tween, which is just crazy to me. It's amazing. I guess when you have children, the oldest and the youngest being just under four years, nine months apart, they go through life quickly. We don't have any littles. We haven't had any littles for a while. Our youngest is 10 and a half years old. And so life, life is full of hormones sometimes. It's all good. It's all good. God has blessed us greatly with our family, and I'm very thankful for them. So actually, one of our children was born here in Minnesota, which is pretty cool. Our oldest child was born in the hospital where my husband was born in Maryland, and then two, our middle two children were born in the hospital in a town near where we lived in Pennsylvania, and then our youngest was born not in the hospital I was born in, in Minnesota, because years ago was shut down and turned into a number of other things over the years. So he was born in another suburb of St. Paul. So it's kind of fun to say we have one born in Maryland, one born in Minnesota, and two born in the uh, state where we lived for uh, most of our time out east. It's just crazy to think that so much time has gone by. So many changes have happened in our lives since then. We're getting close to closer to launching our our firstborn. She is an amazing young woman and has just so many giftings and talents. It's also amazing to see those come out, you know, as the as your kids get older, to really see what God has infused in them and what starts coming out of that. And then what's so neat too is ways that they grow and that you don't you don't necessarily envision those things in their lives but because you know you're their parent it, as much as you want to be positive and influential and encouraging sometimes it's hard to do that but then a little thing will sneak out will peek out and you'll be like oh my goodness look at that that is so amazing so it's just been phenomenal to see our kids grow and change and embrace different different things in their lives that are gifts or talents 
that God's given them. And I'm just so, so thankful for each of them and for this life that God has blessed me with. When I signed up for eHarmony, I think that was probably in 2003. I was going to college in Michigan. I was 23 years old. I thought, well, I'll give this a try. You know, I'd never really dated anyone or gone out with anyone. I had friends that were guys off and on in my life, but I never went out with anyone. And I I wanted that. I wanted to have a husband. And so I thought, well, I'll just try this, you know. And I had really overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed when I started filling out the paperwork because eHarmony, at least at that time, had questions after questions after questions because you're matched based on, you know, your your personality and your interests. And so you're being matched to someone that's, you know, similar to you. You hopefully like yourself a lot if you sign up for eHarmony. So I filled out this paperwork and I thought, okay, what's going to happen with this? I would like to say I prayed about it and gave it to God and all those things, but I honestly don't remember if I did. Eventually, matches started coming in. And the thing about eHarmony, at least at that time, again, you could you could open your window how far you wanted matches to come from. Do you want them in your state? Do you want them in your region? Do you want them in your country? Do you want them in the world? Eventually, I must have opened it up to the country. And then you start with communication within eHarmony where you don't have direct access to the other person's personal email and things. You know, it's all housed in eHarmony so you're safe and sound from crazy people, hopefully. So I did that with a couple of people. And then I was on a phone call with someone eventually, who I think might have been in California. I honestly don't remember all the details. And then in January... I think that I had gotten to the point where I was I was a college student, you know, so I didn't have a lot of money. And I think that I was going to cancel. Well, I think they did one of those things where, you know, why are you trying to cancel? What What's the problem? And you mark, it costs too much money. And so they offered me a membership for half price. I thought, well, I could swing that. I can probably, I can probably handle that, right? So I stuck around. And then in early January of 2004, an email came through that said, Dear Jolene, meet Antonio. Like, Antonio, that's a cool name. Of course, Antonio got an email that said, Dear Antonio, meet Jolene. And so, you know, we naturally did what you naturally do. You sounded interesting, so we started communicating. As I recall, that, that process went went pretty quickly and by like two weeks out we were we were definitely instant messaging yes instant messaging that's what it was by that point and I we probably even talked on the phone I'm not sure of many more details outside of that except that about two weeks after we were matched we were talking I want to say we were instant messaging, but we might have been on the phone. Hopefully my husband remembers. We said those words, those three little words to each other. And I was sitting in this hard plastic desk chair in my dorm room. 
talking, I thought I was going to fall off the chair when we both told each other that we loved each other that quickly. It really was something, it seemed like out of a Hallmark movie or a romance novel at that point. It just, it was, it was crazy, but it was, it was good crazy. It was God crazy. It was such a blessing to find this person that had similar interests to me, that loved God and that wanted to get married and have a family and it it was just like we clicked. It was just a God thing overall. We've been married now for almost 19 years. It's just, it's it's awesome. In fact, 22 days from now, or three weeks from tomorrow, is our 19th anniversary, which is just phenomenal. I'm not going to tell you that everything was fantastic. I wish it was. I wish I could say everything was hearts and flowers and rainbows, and it will be for you too but that would be a lie. And I want to tell the truth. And the truth is that it, it wasn't all hearts and flowers and rainbows. There was a lot of stuff, especially with a long distance relationship. Our premarital counseling we had here in Minnesota and my husband, obviously not my husband at the time, my fiance had to fly in whenever we had premarital counseling scheduled, because that was the only way that my pastor would marry us is if he did premarital counseling with us on a regular basis. My husband, who had never flown before, flew out to Minnesota for the first time in July of 2004, proposed to me on that trip, never flown before. He was 26 years old, and he'd never flown before. First time flying, and instantly, almost instantly, he proposes to me. I knew what was coming. I made a picnic basket full of goodies for us, and we went to a park near the house I grew up in. There was uh, some interesting background noise from a neighboring house, but other than that, it, it was it was great. He proposed. It was lovely, and then we got married the following March of 2005. I don't think that anybody just has it. It just is all easy and and. If it is, I'm so glad for you. And that is amazing. And I want to know your secret because I don't know that secret, but I'd love to know it. It's just phenomenal to me that God knew us where we were, Tony in Maryland and me in Minnesota, although at the time I was in Michigan at college, and he knew that we would be ideal for each other. And he used the internet, the internet to bring us together because God can do that. He can use the internet. He can use a gas station. He can use a roller rink. He can use a bar. I know I, I don't go to bars. I don't drink, but I've heard of many couples that have met at a bar. College he can use college. He can, it can be the boy or girl next door. It can be someone you met in first grade. It's amazing. Every story is amazing. Every love story is amazing. Ours is our love story, and I am thankful for it. I would have never guessed that God would have me meet my husband the way that he did. But honestly, I've said this to so many people, 
my personality and and I would say my husband's personality as well doesn't lend itself well to dates like the regular dating scene, you know, like blind dates, getting to know people, sitting across the table from each other, that kind of thing. No, it, it, I, I'm not good at that. And I don't think that my husband would say he's good at that. Really, it's very unnerving to think about. So I think why eHarmony and meeting the way that we did was so good for us was because of the fact that we could be our true selves if we were willing to be our true selves. We could share that via instant messages, via emails, and eventually via phone calls. And that's how we got to know each other. We didn't have to sit looking at each other to know that we thought each other was amazing. We knew that from the words we spoke to each other and the conversations we had. And obviously we saw each other's picture, etc. But honestly, we met in person finally in April of 2004, which I know our 20th meeting anniversary is coming up in April. That was phenomenal. But to be honest with you, between that January, I love you, and that meeting in person in April, we'd already discussed wanting to get married. I don't know. I don't know if that came in February or March, but it was there. We just knew. And I sit and watch Hallmark movies and, you know, they're in love with each other within like a week or something of meeting. And I'm like, this is crazy. But is it? For some people, it probably isn't. I mean, for us, it wasn't that crazy. You know, it it just, we both had been praying for our spouse, for probably several years, each of us. I mean, when we were matched, I was 23. Tony was 25 slash 26 because it was the day before his birthday. So we, we were not, you know, teens anymore. And we both knew that we wanted to get married. So, and I had had a list for how many ever years of what I was looking for in a spouse I know Tony had some thoughts in his mind. Isn't God amazing? You know, sometimes I have to remind myself how amazing God really is and how much he really loves and cares for us and knows exactly who's going to be a good fit for us, whether to be a spouse or a friend or even a neighbor. You know, I'm not a very good neighbor. I try to be a good spouse and a good friend and a good parent and a good daughter although I I fail regularly at all of those things, but that's my heart's desire to be good at all those things. I just, I'm so thankful for my husband, for the story God wrote for us. He is giving and caring and sweet. He is a great father. And this isn't all about, you know, bragging on Tony or bragging on our, our relationship because Like I said, it hasn't been all hearts and flowers. It's been rough, a lot of roughness here and there. And it's hard to bring two people with very different, in some ways, upbringings from different parts of the country together and weave their lives together in a happy, healthy, joyful way. For one thing, geography was always a huge issue with us. Neither of us wanted to necessarily 
move away from our families of origin. So that became a difficult thing. Before we were married, my husband's father was diagnosed with cancer. That added to just all of the emotions and everything that was happening, being far apart from each other. And then his dad was ill. Just so many factors. And, you know, even though we were in our 20s, in some ways we weren't mature. Although I think that some people might mix up immaturity and selfishness. I know I was selfish, incredibly selfish. I probably still am very selfish to this day. Thankfully, I have a spouse who is very forgiving, really often epitomizes love that is selfless and unconditional, much more than me. So that helps a lot, too. I'm not even sure what this is all about, but hopefully this is speaking to someone and and just an encouragement that we all have different stories to share. All of them have ups and downs, highs and lows. All of them have happy spots and sad spots. We don't tell our stories to brag. We hopefully tell our stories to encourage and build up and edify each other. We want others to know that they're not alone in their struggles, that hard times are going to come, but we can face them. So many things. God is faithful. He really is. It's been hard for me to see that. I get little glimpses of it, and they help me so much right now, those little glimpses of God is faithful. I need to know that God is faithful, that God is for me and not against me that he is cheering me on, that he is pursuing me, that he is in the little details. He was in the details of my meeting, getting to know and marry my spouse. I believe that my spouse would say the same thing. I am so thankful for that. And then he blessed us with amazing children. We are so thankful for each of them. They are a delight. So often they make me laugh. They say things that are just, just some of them are just outrageous, but they they make me laugh. They comfort me at times, my kids. They encourage me at other times, and I hope that I do the same for them. I hope that they know that Tony and I think they are just amazing blessings from God because they are. I want them to carry that with them when they leave our home one day and make their new home with their spouse. I just love them so much and I'm so thankful for them. I hope that each of you can take time to ponder the things in your life that you are just so thankful for that you can totally see God's love and care and thought for you, for you in those moments, those connections he made, those children he provided, all the things. Because he does, he loves each of us and he knows each of us so well. He created us. There was no mistake when he created you, none whatsoever. He had an amazing blueprint 
and he made you from it. He knitted you together inside your mother. That is amazing. I didn't realize that God could knit, really, until you read that scripture in the Bible. Wow, God's a knitter. He is a true craftsperson. I'm guessing you knitters and crocheters out there, that just really speaks to you. He's a craftsman. I mean, and then Jesus was a carpenter. I mean, more craftsmanship, creativity. I do. I love creativity. Now, my creativity lies in certain areas. I can write. I can take a pretty good photograph. I can talk to you all. I cannot draw a palm tree or a cow. I can't. The, the kids in this class that I teach, they, they know that I can't draw. They love me, I think, anyway, or at least appreciate me. I don't, you know, think that they're out to get me because my drawing skills are not the greatest. <laughs> but they know. And sometimes they want to help me improve my skill or at least it help improve the drawing on the board because it's so bad. It just makes me laugh because I know I can't draw and I probably never will have a, a really good ability to draw. My Some of my children can draw. They are phenomenal. Draw, their drawings are just amazing to me. I'm guessing they get that from their father and not from me. I think you guys are all amazing. God definitely thinks you're amazing. You're doing good work, good hard work. Do not give up. Do not grow weary. And if you do, cry out to God. Cry out to your Abba Father and say, I'm weary. I'm tired. It's hard. I have a sick kid. We got a diagnosis. My husband lost his job. All these things are piling up, Lord. And I don't know how to keep going. Why is all this happening? Guess what? I don't have an answer for you, but I know that if you don't lean in to him, you're going to float away. You're going to be disconnected from the greatest source of encouragement and power and healing that you have in your life if you walk away from God, from your Abba Father, if you say no, I'm not doing this anymore. You will regret it. He is there to encourage and help when the rough seas come and he's there to rejoice with you. I better go. My time is running short. I hope that you all are blessed and remember that God loves you so very much and he has a plan and a purpose for your life. I love you all. Have a great, great rest of February, and hopefully I'll be back with you again in March, if not before. Blessings. Thank you for joining me today. Feel free to visit my blog at quietinhislove.blogspot.com, or if you'd like to learn more about my in-home library, visit shannontobiaslibrary.com.